You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Officially over. Any parents out there? <laughs> I don't. If you're not a parent, and you just save some space for us to just <clears throat> vibe it out right there. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. This is the couple's locker room, and we don't yuck anybody's yum. And sometimes our yum is sending our fucking kids back to school. Because being with them every minute of every single day was a yuck, was a yuck, was a mental institution. Maybe I should check myself in. Yuck. Doesn't mean he's not my pride and joy and light and shining reason for living, Janet, okay? So I wasn't, you know, don't, don't diss me. Don't judge me. I'm judging you. Don't judge me. And we're moving onward. We're moving onward. That is housewife life. This is called the horny housewife. And that's the part, this the last part of the word housewife. And that embodies your children and your husband sucking your soul occasionally. And we deal with it accordingly. If you're new here, hello, welcome. Uh, I'm Jordan. We talk about sex here, how to be a better lay, the realities, the ups, the downs, normalizing that it takes a week. A wee bit of work sometimes, a wee, a large amount of work sometimes, and it works if you work it. That sounded so fucking dumb, but you know what? I do think it's true. I do think it's true. Today, the topic of the hour after listener questions, these listener questions today, <laughs> they're good, but after listener questions, I'm going to talk about just some things you could zhuzh it up in the bedroom, things you've known about. These aren't new concepts of how to let your husband ejaculate on you. These are inspo. This is a Pinterest board, a little reminder, a little vision board of your ideal sex life and you being a little spicier for the men and the women. I'm encouraging you both always. Before we dive in to today's episode, I want to just personally update you. I know, you know, throughout some episodes, I've asked y'all or the guys to tell me their your testosterone journey, your experience. I got so much feedback. I have a large male listenership, all good. And personally, in this family, my husband's on that journey and it's been a very positive one thus far. And I will say that it's not like an immediate, like, boom, you're on testosterone and like a light switch, but it doesn't take too long. It was a month until I was started really noticing like, okay, I feel like we are on the same wavelength here. And what a beautiful, I can't wait to discuss more. I would like to discuss more in depth with my husband actually in an episode. 
I don't know how I'm going to make that a reality. He says he's game, but just because someone's game to talk on a podcast does not mean that they're good at talking on a podcast. (laughs) I know it may sound like the easiest job in the freaking world, but there is a lot more that goes on behind the scenes. So not everybody is super fun to talk to with the microphone and he might be on the not so fun list, but we shall see. He was on my, I think like the fifth episode I ever did. Wow. It's 121 episodes later. Really? I have no idea what episode he's on, but I know this is episode 126. Holy shit balls. But back to testosterone. When I say we're on the same wavelength, I'm at libido drive. Not like we're both like, yeah, right. <laughs> not, not like that. It's more like, I get fucked more and I like it. And I think he is feeling all of the positive side effects from it as far as like energy, drive, just all of it. I think it can encompass so much more than just your libido. And it's just amazing at when you get things balanced, how much of a difference it can make. I got such a huge feedback from the women about postpartum depression after pregnancy or losing their drive because of postpartum depression or just post-childbirth, their hormones fucked up. Women talking about pellets changing their life, hormone replacement therapy, all of it was stuff that they had to go to the doctor for, go on a journey, be intentional. It was annoying. It wasn't easy. It didn't happen on the first try, but they didn't give up. And it was all about their hormones. Every single woman that said, here's what got me back on track. It was shit to do with their fucking hormones. So finding out if those puppies are balanced or not is on the top of your priority list. If you are like, I, it's not there for me and sex therapy is not working. It's not about my partner. I feel asexual. I don't know what's wrong with me. There is hope for you. There's doctors, there's books, there's so many resources that are so niche specific to this. And if you are wanting to see all the feedback I got, I've got a bunch of screenshots I can send you. DM me and then keep doing your homework, sister. Life is too short not to experience that connection, that pleasure, and save your marriage. Some women were like, me figuring that out saved my fucking marriage because your sex life is vital. It's vital. And now it is time for yours and my favorite fucking part of the show, listener questions, where we get to hear your fucked up, just kidding, your relatable shit, your juicy, sometimes the stuff that just hits home. I wouldn't read them if they weren't, they didn't check off some boxes. Gotta be something that can help the masses. Other people are like, yes, I relate to this. What should, would, could we do? And mommy's here to be your BFF, A-E, 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 forever, and tell you the fucking truth. Let's dive on in. Okay, first one. Hey, Jordan, new listener here. I know a lot of your content involves marriage and couples much older than I am. (laughs) 
but I found your podcast to be very entertaining, informative, and helpful. I'm about to be 22. I'm in a three-year relationship and I'm struggling with a massive drop-off in intimacy and sex. Let's just pause for one fucking second. I did, when I read this question the first time, get nauseous at the much older part because I'm like, I'm 33. (laughs) I'm not dead, okay? And although I guess it would, I wouldn't be hanging out with 21-year-olds. My brother is around that age group. And yes, I think y'all are all, I can't use the word I want to use. I think it's not acceptable to use in 2023. But a couple of words come to mind. I say that with zero ill intent. I'm sure you could call me old. You already did. You already fucking did call me old. You said much older. Okay, all jokes. Just kidding. She's just kidding. I'm about to be 22 and I'm in a three-year relationship and struggling with a massive drop-off in intimacy and sex. My girlfriend is in a competitive university program and has not dealt with the stress well at all. The lack of sex and overall intimacy makes me question whether she still feels any sort of physical attraction to me. We used to have sex a few times a week. We've now gone to once every month or two since last summer. I feel like I'm way too young to be having this issue you are. And I have super high libido, no shit. I'll do it every day if I had the chance. Mm -hmm. I've tried to have conversations with her about it and we've gotten nowhere. The odd time we do have sex, it is mind-blowing for both of us. I can understand why she never wants to do it and continues. I can't understand why she never wants to do it and continues to reject me when I can make her come three or more times. And I see the way that sex changes her mood and her happiness for a period after we do it. But I have found no way to get her to understand the benefits of sex, nor does she understand that my needs are not being met. I can't help but feel resentment and frustration because it's been such a long time. I've tried to initiate convo about it, get nowhere. If I try to be nice, nothing changes. If I give it to her straight up, no BS statement that my needs aren't being met, that I jerk off every day, etc. She gets angry and says, go cheat on me then. Find a new girl who will actually fuck you. I can't win. Well, that was so much context. Much appreciated though. I did giggle a couple of times because it's like, should we tell him ladies? No, we shouldn't you're 22. Okay. You have literally, this may sound so corny, so cliche, but it's so true. You have so much to do, to see, and people to fuck, to be quite honest. If I was pulling you aside as your big sister, and like I said, I have a brother close to your age, been there, done that, kind of already had this combo, and let's just say he's thanking me. Okay. This is your time and you'll never get it back. Now, I'm not completely neglecting her thoughts. I know what the ladies are thinking. Oh my God, if this girl was listening, she'd be like, who is this non-girls girl podcast host whore face fuck who is telling my man to go live it up, la vida loca, sans me, who, me. I am, I am telling him that because you should be too because you should be too, sweetheart. If y'all were listening together as a couple, I would say, first of all, she's doing some fucking shit. One of the first things you shared was that she's in a competitive, what was it, university program. Like shit that 
I don't know whether she'll regret putting all her oomph into that or not, but the chances of her being like, you know what, I just should have just gave it all up and pursued my 22-year-old boyfriend at the time, and I would have been just so much happier. That, mm, probably not. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Let's be real. You ain't got no care. You're broke. Okay, y'all are both probably broke. No, trust my babies. Beautiful, awesome, amazing. Doesn't mean you're gonna be fucking happy, balling and chaining it right now. There are some people you would think I would be one of those people that would make fun of the whole like if it's meant to be, it'll be, and it'll come back together. Like no, you fucking won't. Like no, you fucking won't. I actually am the woo woo part. I I really do think that if it's your time that that'll your paths may cross again for some fucking reason, and if they don't. I assure you there are other fish in the pond and it's going to make you forget all about your teenage love because we all have those. I have those. We all had those. And I bet you if you sat down in a room, all the people that married their high school sweethearts fucking hate me right now. But if you sat all of them down in a room, I guarantee, I know some people like that. And when you talk to that wife one-on-one, when we're having girl chat, she's always like, I didn't get a hoe phase. I really wished I got a fucking hoe phase. Can't imagine what the men are thinking. Can't You're in your prime and it's okay to focus on other things. Not saying you should focus on being a player and going, getting that out of your system. But at the same time, I totally am. Like, this is that time period. This is the time period. If I, whether I had a daughter or I had a son, whether I was talking to my sister or my brother, I'd be like, get it all out now. You don't get this time period back. Like, yeah, who knows? Maybe you'll be a coog one day. Maybe your wife will, you'll, you'll be married like 17 times. I don't fucking know, but let's play it safe and not settle down right now at 22. And if you got all of the much older people that listen to this podcast, they would all be like, mm, she's right. She's right. Don't do it. Don't do it. Obviously, the Libra, the scales in me would tell you like, yeah, you could choose this. You could have a really happy marriage. She could be your wife, the mother of your children. You could go do all that, fight for that, be with that, and and make it work. You could, but you could also go meet other people. And you could also prioritize different things right now while you're a baby. And you may go, I'm not a baby. But when you're my age, you're going to be like, fuck, I had every single door right in front of me at 22. And then when certain things happen, certain decisions are made, certain places you're at, career, family, relationship, it's not the same. You don't have the same options. And I'll just end it because I could go on and on and on. I know. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Go to question number two. I think if you have sex issues this early on in a relationship, it's a giant red flag, giant, huge, ginormous. Doesn't mean either of the people are toxic or bad people. Just maybe that it's not meant to be. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Okay, question number two. Let's get back to the old people. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. Hi, Jordan. Big fan of the show. I need your advice with telling my wife that I would like more blowjobs. Our sex life is great, and we are both very satisfied overall. Oral sex has never been an issue for us, but she's recently admitted that she can be a little lazy to go down on me. I know I have to tell her how I feel, but I really need your help in telling me how I should talk to her about this so it doesn't feel like I'm just complaining about what I'm not getting. Appreciate your help. Okay, well, we can have a double, a double lesson, a double lesson up in this bitch. One being for the ladies listening. Men, close your ears, okay? So ladies, we know that guys like them enthusiastic and sloppy and like it's a lollipop and you're just so fucking excited to have a lollipop because it's really hot outside. And that's how they want you to treat it. Like it's just the treat, it's creme brulee. It is the best dessert you've ever fucking had. And sometimes you're not in the, you're married to them. You're like, you know what? This shit isn't new to me. I don't really give a fuck anymore. Some of you may be feeling this way. And I'm just going to tell you, just like there are things on his job description, essentially. Not really, but kind of, kind of. As a husband, as your husband, I guarantee you, you have standards, expectations, etc. He does too. And maybe his sound piggish. Maybe they sound piggy wiggy. But it really doesn't change that he really, really wants those. And you don't want him fantasizing about his dick getting sucked all the time. Not saying that's the only option that's going to happen to you. Not saying that that's cool. Maybe that is the M word. I don't know. I hate even putting that on the universe. I think that this is just one of those sad truths if it upsets any women, what I'm saying. I guarantee you, though, this is my maybe controversial. This could be a controversial answer. I don't know. But I think that you being willing and down. I act like the girl asked the question. She didn't. But I, I need to tell the ladies this, that if you're willing and you're down, it's going to be far less something that they're like <sighs> over. And obviously there are guys that really like getting head. And maybe you're one of those women and you're like, he really likes getting head. Then this fucking blows. My heart goes out to you. You know, I know there are some men who are like pussy over anything. And they're just good with the blowjob being the warm up, the foreplay, the star. They don't really, they're not begging for that. You know, so everybody has their preferences, but I think it goes both ways. We can't be hypocritical. I would tell the guys, hey, you need to be willing, open-minded, communicate. So to this listener, I think you don't have to go in and be like, listen, bitch, I need to get hit. I mean, let's not be like that. That's rude. That's very rude. You're going to be like, 
I miss your blowjobs. Gosh, they're so good. I've been, I was having a dream last night, babe. I almost came in my sleep. Like I want to fuck you so bad because I woke up so fucking horny because I was dreaming about you sucking my dick. You need to like stroke her ego with this one and really remind her how amazing she is. And you just can't get out of it out of your head. Is this manipulative and mildly toxic? Maybe, but I think it could be effective because you're spot on with the whole, like, you're not doing this. I know that doesn't work well with men at all. And like, I fail at that all the time. Like I know I, I fuck up all the fucking time about communicating. I'm over here telling you what I think is the most effective way to communicate. And I think I give really good advice. I don't take it all the time, but I, if I did, man, wow, things would go so much smoother. Sometimes you never know how a conversation will go. So I think going in, the fact that you're planning it already, good sign, good sign. You're treading lightly. I would, you know, really pick your timing and delivery. Obviously, gauge her stress level or irritability level and have a conversation, maybe post sex, maybe. Maybe that time, I think, I always think that's a good time, especially for a woman, more so for a woman than a man. Because with some men, post-nut, they're just like, it's post-nut clarity in a way that is not in your favor. It's like, I'm hungry now and I want to watch TV, leave me the fuck alone. Some men may be more receptive to having a vulnerable conversation. Yeah, I don't know. Women, a lot of times, the oxytocin is a flowing and they're down to bond and have a conversation. I vote at this time you bring up her oral skills. And another revelation light bulb which came off is you should eat her out. So eat her out, get her off, and then be like, uh, and uh, this could where she goes, oh my gosh, did you just eat my pussy because you want me to suck my dick? And <laughs> what a rock and a hard place. To the ladies listening, if he's your fucking husband, you know, just, yeah, sometimes they're just trying to fuck you. So I don't know what, we can't change this. We cannot change this. We have to evolve. We have to get with it. We got to get with the program. You can have a lot of fun at this program. You can participate in the program. You can make this program your fucking program. So, you know, it's all about the lens in which you're looking at it. <laughs> okay, I forgot even who was talking, where we're talking. The listener has left the locker room. They've left. Sir, you're going to initiate it in a post-nut way. And the sex, now it can't just be eating or pussy. Now you have to incorporate and do a lot, bond. I would be setting up the foreplay, you know, fucking 48 hours in advance. and then. When you have this conversation, this is strategic. This is all for your dick getting sucked, all for the sake of it getting in her mouth. I would say, you know what? What would what is your ideal sex look like? Let's rate our sex life from one to ten. See what your numbers are like. This can be shocking. This can be uncomfortable. This could even lead to maybe a little bickering, a little tiff. Doesn't mean that it's not totally worth it, that she sits with it talks to her girlfriend about it and her girlfriend goes suck his dick more bitch you need to start sucking it so you don't know just 
go for it. It's definitely worth having the uncomfy about it. I don't think she's going to divorce you, break up with you for being like, hey, I wished my wife put her mouth on it more. She even said she was being a little lazy. This is probably, I just, you know, blew this shit up. And she's going to receive this so well. I'm putting that out in the universe. She's going to receive this so well post-nut. And she's going to be sucking your dick like a rock star in no time. Godspeed. Moving on to question number three. We should stop numbering them because we're having fun. Let's just go with the blue. This one's, oh, um, this one. Let's just say this one because it is one hell of a story. And did I maybe call my husband after and say, if a woman ever asks you to move anything large or heavy, back the fuck away? Maybe, maybe I did do that. Insecure bitch. Okay. Married 30 plus years, monogamous, flirting friendly with an attractive woman about my age at a dog park. Asked me to help her move a large and heavy package that arrived that morning. She lives close, so why not? Got there and no package. But her sports bra came off as soon as we got inside. She rubbed the front of my running shorts and yanked them down. Most enthusiastic blowjob in a long time. Said the best was yet to come. Haven't been back to the dog park since. <laughs> my dilemma, dot, dot, dot. Always been 100% honest with my wife. Tell her, keep silent, go back to the dog park. That was real. I verb it. That was the end. The last question was go back to the dog park. Okay, so can I bust your balls a little bit, please? I have to. I fucking have to. You sent it in the anonymous website. You know, if you would have maybe Instagram messaged me, I would have been a little more like nervous because you could have been like, fuck you, you hurt my feelings. But I have no fucking <laughs> clue who you are. And I'm not buying the 100% honest with your wife. I guess that means like when she asks you a question, you answer honestly. Because, or if you're monogamous, were you going home and being like, I'm really having fun flirting with the, hot, the hottie at the dog park. And I think it's one of those things when you play with, fire, you're going to smell like smoke. Is that what it is? How can you stay faithful in a room full of hoes kind of thing? You know, forgive me if that line was a fine sub to anybody. I didn't create it, just regurgitating it. But you've been married a long time. I way longer, way, way longer than me. So who knows what I'm going to think is acceptable at that time when I've been married that long because that sounds like a really fucking long time and I don't know how your wife is but I do feel like it's a little um, are you playing are, are guys are they really that naive like a woman like I've got a packet it sounded like a porn I thought someone was sending me a submission for my patreon to like read some erotica I was like the fuck I called my did. I called my husband and was like, is this like a normal thing? Like, is this a, is this a thing? Is this a, people are trying to recreate porn all the time now in real life. I, I think I do believe that. I think that there's a lot of that going on. I wouldn't be surprised if that woman had a camera and was like, only fans luring man from dog park to home. And she's banking off that shit. Who knows? And like, 
I'm not even blaming you as far as, I mean, what a, I mean, she literally seduced you, came to your house, boom, boom, boom. But you got to know when you're getting in hot water, guys, if you're not wanting to cheat on your wife, you don't go be friendly with the girl that you are physically attracted to. You don't go be chummy and open that door. That's literally all it takes. And then you don't know what the fuck's going to happen when you combine those energies. You don't know. So maybe some people really uh, diss on that or they think that's an insecure mindset, but I think it's realistic. I mean, I think there's another listener question with some iffy shit we're going to go over, but I feel like we got to just got to finish this one out and call it, call it like it is. And I think you should tell her. I know there's lots of guys listening to me disagreeing. Boo, don't tell your wife. Some people have the mindset, you know, if it's going to hurt her, like, why should I tell her that. If y'all have that don't ask, don't tell policy, I don't know your marriage. I don't know. I don't know your situation. But if you wouldn't want her to have a secret from you, if you know damn well that's some shit that if she found out, it would be betrayal on another fucking level. And you don't even know if, you know, that is still a possibility. You don't even know. You don't even, not trying to scare you, but you don't even know. So that's for you to decide, but I wouldn't be, if you keep going back to the dog park, you're going to keep being a fucking dog. Karen fucking tee it. Karen fucking tee it. And I'm not new. I'm not naive. I'm not completely in the dark. I'm sure there are many, many, I know there are many, many couples that have been married a long, long time that have whatever situation, arrangement, unspoken, whatever. I personally there's would never be some unspoken rule. It would be like we communicated about a fucking rule. Communication makes it real. I don't know. I know a lot of people avoid sharing their fuck ups because conflict sucks. The consequences may suck. And so, you know, maybe keeping silent is your best bet if depending on how high the stakes are. But if you know you have to keep silent because of what's going to happen, that means you need to find a new dog bark. Okay? That's just my two cents. Moving on. Hey, so I listened to your Insecure episode. I actually was DMing you about it. My husband is sexy as fuck and a teacher. Obviously works with a lot of females, so his work friends are mostly girls, and it is definitely something that bothers me even though I really have nothing to worry about. I know he's happy and satisfied with me, but I was looking at his text, and I don't know. It's just a little flirty for my liking on the females part. Nothing over the top and nothing sexual at all, but just like not really giving me good vibes. Do I confront him or am I, or am I being crazy? Help a sister out. Oh, mm, uh, mm, 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 mm. I'm here. So you, listener, please DM me again because I read this and I was like, oh my God, I remember this conversation with this girl. Can't find the DM. Sometimes they get lost. Sometimes they get pushed down. Sometimes it's just all a blur. So get to the top of my inbox and please say something to me because I'm so glad you submitted on the on the website and we can discuss because I do not think you're crazy and I don't think you should go crazy or be like bastard no but if your man's hot and he's around a bunch of bitches 
I'm not saying all women are bitches, but I'm just saying I'm sure there's some slutty teachers and in a good way and in a bad way. But homewrecker teacher, like not my fave. Okay. I swear to God, my sixth grade English teacher was a homewrecker teacher. And I know the whole sixth grade class was like pro Coach Carter and Mrs. Brock getting together. And I know Coach Carter had a really hot wife back at home. And we were all like, slow dance, slow dance, slow dance. And they slow dance. And I think that they slow danced later that evening as well. For that to stick with me as a sixth grader till now, I just feel like there was a vibe. There was a vibe. Anyways, uh, you know, there's some professions, you know, pilots, nurses, teachers. I don't new, but just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. If you trust your husband and you were saying the girl's text, I think you should just bring it up and go, hey, you know what? I feel like, well, first you're going to tell me what they were on, on Instagram. We're going to verbatim tell me the text messages and then <laughs> I'm going to tell you what to do from there because that's what a sister would do. But I think that you should voice and be like, hey, you know, you work with so many females and you're so fucking hot. I would want to oodle your goodies. And I know like, you know, you're just a mere man. Don't say that part. But just be like, I makes me feel some type of way. And a little assurance, a little my love language, a little words of affirmation could go a long, long way. May feel uncomfortable. You may feel like vulnerable or judged or silly telling him this, but you're going to hate your life and torture yourself if you don't. So you're just going to have to fucking do it. I swear our ego and our pride get in the way sometimes and we want to play a game and we want to be a little mildly toxic so we can feel like we have the upper hand so we can save face. And sometimes you end up like busting your ass and your face at the same time and it's not cute. So I vote you just swallow, make it a decent tone, make the Bambi eyes, try to make your eyes as big as possible, little glossy. I wish you could see what I'm doing. No, I don't. I don't wish you could see what I'm doing. But make your eyes really big and beautiful. Be manipulative as fuck. Just kidding. Speak from the heart. Be yourself. He'll see that authenticity and share. That's feminine, believe it or not. I know some people would be like, no, it's being weak. No, it's you being your soft, feminine, sweet self. And hopefully your man takes this moment as an opportunity to be masculine and console you and affirm you. To some, these words may be triggering codependent, codependent. Take it how you will. But I think when you're a team and you're a unit and human feelings and emotions come up, which jealousy is a normal emotion, sadness, grief, happiness, joy, arousal, all these things come up. It's cool to talk about them. That is a-okay. It doesn't feel good to always internalize them. So I guess it just depends on how you as a person handle or cope with these feelings and then making sure it's not being destructive. But talking about it, that's okay. To my question asker, you are confident in your marriage. I can see that in the question. You are more secure than me because you he has all these friends that are women and you're a bad bitch and you are not crazy. I think you just talk to him, not in a confront him way, just in a 
this is what I discovered. I feel uncomfortable. And I think his reaction is going to tell you all you need to know. Does he comfort you or does he gaslight you? And then we'll go from there. DM me. Okay, last but certainly not least, this one's a fun one. Let's lighten it up. The other night, my girlfriend came home from work early and caught me jerking off watching videos of her and her ex in the iCloud fucking. Oh, the iCloud. She thought it was crazy, but I just couldn't explain to her how arousing it is to see her have pleasure. Obviously, I'd rather do this than bring someone into the relationship. Understandable. This way, I get it out of my system and I don't get hurt since it was her ex. Dot 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 but I come 10 times in a matter of 30 minutes <laughs> what should I do wow 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 I think you're a cuck sir I think you're a cuck and there ain't no shame there ain't no shame in your cuckold game I think you should be a cuck this is all just coming naturally I think you should let it all come naturally I think yeah no you don't have to bring someone in smart you're like I don't want to risk because it can't go back you can't go back. And who knows? Maybe down the road, it's something you explore and you're like, let's not use the person that dated and loved and shared, shared a life with my spouse kind of thing. So I can see how the ex part, you know, tied in is like, you know, doesn't feel good. But the whole like her receiving pleasure, you are aroused by seeing your wife get fucked by another dude. And in that case, it just happened to be her ex. And I could see how that would be surprising, right? You walk in, I'm now in the POV or like it, putting myself in your wife's shoes, being like, you know, oh my gosh, like that startle or she just cannot relate at all. Like that doesn't arouse her. She would never be aroused by you being with another female. Maybe she thinks like this. So it's like foreign to her. Maybe she does. Maybe she hasn't tapped into that side of herself. I don't know. With all this being said, doesn't mean you can't have a conversation. Doesn't mean, say, ask me questions. Like I, I being married to you, one of the things that I think is really important is that we continue to learn one another. I really think that's such a good line to use with your spouse to be like, hey, reminder, ding, 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 or reminder, I want to learn you. Ah, it's like saying I don't know it all. And that's, good because no one knows it all and we change and we evolve and you're like I care about you I want to connect I want to learn more about you that's like I care maybe this is all my issues and I'm projecting and I'm having microphone therapy with the podcast but I'm sure some of y'all can relate to this for sure you said in your question, she thought I was crazy, but I just couldn't explain to her how arousing it is to see her have pleasure. I think you should try to articulate and say, I guess it's a thing for me. And like we all have things and they vary from intensity to vanilla to not so vanilla, but try to 86 the shame around it if that exists. Sometimes people that don't have any understanding or they really they don't they don't know how to save space for that or it triggers them in some way maybe could say something or do something where it triggers you to feel ashamed and to feel gross or to feel self-conscious so that's not the direction I want the conversation to go in but unfortunately that happens all the fucking time even when you both plan 
on not judging one another. Sometimes that just happens because we're flawed human beings. So keep your expectations low and let it sit. I think you should just let it sit for a second so it's digested, but share what you need to share. I'm sure you came 10 10, 10 times because it's like taboo and it's uh, secretive and it's not your everyday and it's not in the know. You know, it's novel to you. It's your thing. You're into it. You can keep it this kind of thing. You could lean in. You could open the conversation. It could go a many ways. I think none of it's the wrong option unless it's causing turmoil in your day to day. So that is, you will know that answer, not I. Whether it starts with the conversation, watching cuck porn together, maybe finding out her fantasies and your fantasies can intertwine and align in some freaking way. You'll never know until you have these conversations that sometimes are uncomfortable, but the people that are talking about sex are having better sex. And that is the thing. That's a real thing. For all my lovely couples who maybe you're like, you know, Jordan, you talk about some really interesting topics, but I don't think we're ever going to try that one. And hey, you know what? Me, me too. There are topics that I discuss or take courses on and reteach that I'm like, not for me, <laughs> not for me, but I loved every minute of it. I loved every minute about learning about it, but I put together a little list of ways you could just spice it up in your normal fucking sex life. Just some, maybe these are refreshers. Maybe these are, you haven't thought about them in a while. Okay. You're like, oh shit, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. I need to do that again. Maybe you've been doing the same position for quite a while or the same three for quite a while. Maybe it ends the same every single time. So I'm here to inspire you. I figured a good analogy was kind of like finding an outfit you hadn't worn in your closet in a while. You had this outfit. You've dealt, you've worn this before. You looked really good in it. Like you love it. Maybe you're a little nervous to put it on, but you look so good in it and it's you hot. It's a hot outfit and you haven't whipped it out in a while. So maybe these are moves, endings, performances we can put on that you, that you haven't in a while. And he or she is ready to see you in this outfit. For the ladies, he's ready to see you in this dress. He's been dying to see you in this dress. For the men, she is so happy that you are putting on a different outfit. She is ecstatic that you are not wearing the same fucking thing again that you wear every Saturday. Okay? I swear, one day I'm going to get it on a t-shirt. Predictable is boring. Predictable is boring. Love an insatiable bitch. I don't know if I can put that part. Okay, what was the first? Facial or get come creative. We're just diving right in. This is the Horny Housewife Podcast. Welcome back. We just got on brand 35 minutes in. Just kidding. But really, does it end the same every fucking time? Is every, and I'm talking to myself. Like literally, I made the initiative. I'm like, you know what? It's time that he came on my face. And then I get a little bit embedded 
and my eyelashes and my eye burned later and I had to take my contact out and soak it because I knew something wasn't right. I did. Did I give the lasting visual that I was aiming for? I did. Ladies, men are visual creatures and men, I haven't forgotten about you. So ladies, I'm going to get to them. I'm going to tell them what you want. Don't you fret. But as far as finishing, maybe it's on a facial. Maybe you get come creative. Like I said, you rub it on your tits. Maybe you have them come in your hand and you slap it in your mouth. Maybe you have them come directly into your mouth. Maybe you have him come on your ass. Maybe you spread your cheeks, whatever your heart desires. You could get very creative with his gum. Just think that final moment, that last moment to just chef's kiss, end it with a bang and you can change it up just to turn it up a few notches, what power, what power you hold. Bonus points if you initiate this in foreplay. Say, I really want you to come on my face tonight when you finish. I really want you to finish on my asshole, or I really want a cream pie. If you're the wife who you have an IUD, any sort of birth control, okay, you know you're not going to get pregnant, you're not trying to have babies and you just like don't let them come in you. I don't know why you're this woman. I would associate you as a Kate Spade wife. If there's other reasons I'm unaware of, please DM me and let me know. But if you're that girl, I don't even know why you'd be listening to this podcast, but it's it's time you let him come inside of you because it's a wonderful sensation that he enjoys. You fucking took his last name. Okay, let him. Are there married people wearing condoms? I need to know this. I'm going to pull my audience just to make fun of the people. No, I need to know. I want to know why. Why would the reason that that you would wear a condom while you were married? I can't wrap my head around unless maybe for religious reasons you didn't believe in birth control, but that's birth control. I don't know if you were in an open relationship, fucking multiple people. Okay, then that I could I could see that, but then I don't see the, any other way reason why. So someone better tell me, ladies, your homework. However, you've been letting him come in you for the last million years. Change it up. Okay, tip number two. It's going to be really long. Mutual masturbation. So this one goes for both the men. And the women, both of them could initiate this. Both of you can add it to your phone notepads. This was, you know, in the middle of the Venn diagram when I put men and women. So whoever wants to say, hey, I'd love to see you touch yourself. You could get a toy for your wife. You could say, let me watch you play with yourself. And then because this will arouse you, then you get to work. I think it could be a wonderful visual for you both. Depending on your taste, lean in. I would encourage though, if you're going for a mutual masturbation, to not be like, fuck it, and then you end up fucking. I get it. Some of y'all are like, fuck you, Jordan. We wanted to. That's what felt best. We don't care what you said. But I, I'm just saying that sometimes it's cool to do it differently. And that is doing it differently. And then he could end with that facial we were talking about her. Ladies, you suggesting mutual masturbation as a way to play erotically. I mean, his jaw might go to the floor, especially if he's not, you know, you're not the type to, or you've never suggested something like this, or he's like, what the fuck? You know, this could be a smooth move on your part, ladies. You're welcome. 
whether you want to incorporate porn, your choice, ladies, let the lady choose. Men, I'm talking to you too. Let her choose. I sh- I feel like I should have said this before. I've talked about porn and watching it together as a couple, I think, plenty of times. I don't think I've ever said the disclaimer, but I really think the woman should be in charge of who picks, like what the category. She could ask. She could ask for your opinion, like what are you into? But I think we should just keep the ladies in charge if this is something new. If you're not new and y'all are like, we got to hold on this. Thanks anyways, Jordan. Then more power to you. Watch porn was actually on my ladies list of ways they could spice it up and zest, you know, introduce something new, catch their hubbies off guard. He comes home, you're in the room watching porn, touching yourself, but very in a very inviting way. Like maybe it's not in front of you. You're just staring at it. Maybe it's to like the side of you. And so you're like looking at him, but he's got a view of both. I don't know. Painting a picture, painting a picture. Men, I've got one for you that would give you like 1 million quadrillion bonus points. If your wife has been looking to connect or likes to connect. She loves to make love and to fuck. And she's the sweet, sensual, romantic type, Tantra. I've done episodes about Tantric date nights. I think I called it Tantric and I think it might be pronounced Tantra. So we live, we learn, we change the way we say it. By definition, Tantra is the practice that brings together spirituality and sexuality and emphasizes the importance of intimacy during a sexual experience. So it really is about being present, slows it down, all the body parts, all the erogenous zones, breath work centered, pleasure centered, making it a long drawn out sexual experience. If you want to learn more, I really suggest you check out the archive. You'll see in the title in episode notes when I've talked about Tantra and it's pretty fucking interesting. I've taken a few courses and it is very sexy, very, very sexy. If you are not new and you are in tune with your body and your partners and you're looking to connect on an even deeper level... 10 out of 10 recommend. Even if Tantra is something very new to you, the vulva massage and penis massage, great entry, educated. I mentioned them in this episode, or if I haven't, you're going to hear about them later, has excellent Tantra courses where you get to see. And I feel like that visual aspect when you learn is very, very helpful, especially when learning technique. So moving down the list of what you can do in the bedroom to mix it up, talk dirty. This can vary. This could go as far as role-playing, or maybe it's just not being fucking completely quiet or just moaning and making little whimpers. You're entering some dialogue. I think generally speaking, I can't speak for everyone, but I think a lot of people would say it's a mm, turn off being silent in the bedroom. Making noises is a great effective way to show your partner what's working and what's not, you know, communicating that and making sounds of pleasure, good green light. I think a lot of guys really either hold back or maybe you don't feel comfortable. And if you don't know, you do now. If you're new here, I'm going to let you know that we're very pro-male sex noises. I can't speak for all the ladies, but love it. 
I really appreciate it. I hold space for it in my heart. think it's hot as fuck. And just like y'all like the fucking approval noises, so do we. Approval bad words, approval dirty talk, approval moans. Yes, please. Like how I said approval sounds instead of pleasure sounds. <laughs> that I need to like clip that and take it to therapy. Lastly on my list was getting a quickie. You know what? As married couples, especially with those, those with small children or just fucking children in general, the ones that suck the soul out of you. Just kidding. They have lives. They have sports. They have things. We have to tend to them, care for them, nurture them, make sure they turn out legitimate, funny, well-rounded, productive members of society, all whilst trying to spare your own identity and have a fucking hot sex life and not just let it go down the fucking shitter. Sometimes that's hard. And so sometimes you get in a quickie. And you know what that means? That means sometimes one person gets their nut in the quickie and the other person doesn't. And then you go back for the other person later. You compromise. You have fun. You give back. You give. You receive. You give. You receive. It flip-flops. It goes vice versa. I believe in sexual karma. I do. I really do. At least I fucking hope so. I'm hanging on to that. And pulling in hubby or wifey in for a quickie is good karma, in my opinion. And wifeys, maybe they're not all susceptible. I think the ones listening to my podcast want it. They're like, yes, please. They're the high libido bitches or women that are like, I'm I'm trying to shake it up here. I want to shake it like a salt shaker and mix this shit up and add a little Cholula to my bedroom life. You know when a great time to get a quickie in when you're dating your spouse is before you go on a physical date with your spouse. Because let's face it, sometimes you get fucking full and you're tired and you had a blast. And you know what? You did flirt and you did enjoy one another, but you've been married for 15 years and you're fucking tired when you get home. Maybe that's the sitch. So maybe when you're putting on your hot dress and doing your makeup, you invite Jose in and you let him hit it from the back. I don't know, but you can get creative and mix it up and keep him wandering and remembering and lusting and coming back for that puss. I think I said Cholula and then that made me say Jose. And Jose, you're not off the fucking hook. Show that woman what she's worth. Wake her up with a little pussy eating snack, okay? Let her lay on her back and go to Pleasure Town. Maybe Pleasure Town doesn't always look like sex and penetration. Maybe she wants a massage with zero penetration. And if she just gave you a blowjob, then by golly, you're going to give her a back massage. My little inspo list is coming to an end. But with all of that being said, I hope that there's something, I know that there's something that maybe you haven't done in a while, maybe something I mentioned, maybe something that you're thinking about. Maybe the list inspired you to go, oh wait, Jordy Cakes, you forgot about this, this, and this. Those were the good old days. Bring the good old days back. I encourage you to either incorporate something you haven't in a while back into your sex life or explore together. I mean, the internet's a big, beautiful place. Whether it's watching some porn, trying be educated, having a discussion together, playing a sex game, many, many ways to open this conversation and get playing. An orgasm a day keeps the bitch ass away. That's my motto. Let's put that on a t-shirt. 
I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave me five stars on Spotify. You can leave me a rating on Apple Podcasts. You can write me a review. Next week, there's going to be a guest and you're going to love it because she was cool and we totally vibed and I interview her at the end of this week. So Godspeed, that all goes exactly according to plan. So I'm going to pump that bitch out so quick. That's what she said. Love you like a love song. Go follow me on social media at underscore the horny housewife podcast. Go to my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com to submit a truly anonymous question. All the shit we talked about is in the episode notes and see you next Monday.